Hello, welcome to The Wave, a podcast by Flutterwave. In our Businesses versus the Pandemic series, we discuss the many struggles of small businesses in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. For times like this, businesses have had to take responsibility for their survival. We'll be hearing more of these survival stories from Bawani Consult, a customer experience consultancy based in Ghana. My name is Wendy Akumalafekalu and your host today is Sheung Oji. She'll be speaking with Maureen Bawoni, founder of Bawoni Consult. My name is Maureen Bawoni. I'm a customer experience strategist. Um, I founded a customer experience agency called Bawoni Consult in Accra, Ghana, about three and a half years ago. And what we focus on is transforming the way business owners interact with their customers. And we're trying to inspire businesses to put their customers first. So all our services are surround or centered around uh, customer experience development. We do a lot of customer experience and customer service training. Um, We also consult and provide advisory services to business owners and businesses as to how they can um, elevate their customer experience and different ways that they can think about. Awesome. So what do you think the impact has had on your business during the pandemic? Okay, so initially, well, for the past few years, I've been, a lot of my trainings have been on-site and in-person trainings, um, just because of the dynamic um, when it comes to my clients. A lot of my clients are hospitality clients, hospitality and retail. So they required me to go into their businesses um, and train their employees about customer service and customer experience. So obviously, once uh, the COVID-19 pandemic happened, I had to think other ways to deliver my services that did not require direct interaction, person interaction with my clients and their employees. And so I had to move a lot of my services online. And I started doing um, online trainings, webinars, so that individuals and the employees of my clients would be able to access the training without having to interact with them directly. So that was the biggest change or transition um, or impact to my business that I had to take on. Um, And then obviously, um, because the majority of my clients, again, are in the hospitality and retail business, that those are um, industries that were really heavily hit by the pandemic. I noticed and expected that there would be uh, a limit to the amount of spend that they would have for the kind of services that I offer. So I was kind of just uh, bracing myself for a reduction in the revenues that I was getting before the pandemic. So those are the two biggest impacts that my business had to deal with. Oh, well, you've answered the next question about the changes you have made. Like you've made them um, switching online and then the webinars, right? Yes, exactly. So um, there's been several changes. Well, the first thing, which was a really big lesson, was um, I had to downsize my team. So I realized that as I was switching to digital and taking more of my services online, that some of my um, team members weren't really essential to the running and the operations of the business because they didn't really have the skill sets to, I guess they became redundant. They didn't have the skill set that I needed for them to be able to transition to digital. So I had to downsize in that sense. And also I had to figure out ways to just make my resources accessible without having to go to the different businesses. So one, I don't, I'm sure it's the same way in Nigeria, but in Ghana, um, one of my pet peeves, if I'm being completely honest, is the fact that people 
um, clients want to have meetings, in-person meetings about the tiniest thing, um, meetings that we could have had over the phone or over a Zoom call or over WhatsApp video because they aren't pressing matters. Um, so that was one of the transitions that trying to get the clients to realize that, you know, we can still have these meetings and business can still go on with phone calls or Zoom calls or WhatsApp calls and it's still as effective. And then um, making sure that the resources I had were also in um, soft form. So like uh, I had to create guides as well that were that I could easily email to my clients and then the webinars and then the one-on-one um, -on -one coaching for business owners as well as the full courses online that individuals and business owners could sign their employees up for. Apart from the downsizing of your staff, have you had to make any tough decisions? I wouldn't necessarily say that I've had to turn away customers yet, but the challenge has been really just getting people to transition into the online space for training. And I can foresee that being a bit of a, you know, there might come a situation where I might have to decide that, you know, certain clients don't fit or aren't my ideal clients based on what their requirements or their needs are. Yeah, but no really major tough decisions as yet. We know everyone is working from home right now. So how has um, communication with your staff been? Luckily for me, we already had somewhat of um, a structure when it comes to remote working. So people were used to kind of submitting their like tasks or whatever online. So we already had that. But just in terms of like productivity, um, I've seen that it's taken a while for staff, like my team members to maintain the same amount of productivity that they had when we were working together. It's really important that um, I've learned that business owners right now give their, their staff time to transition into the new kind of work format or work structure. And we luckily we have enough tools online that allow for us to keep on top of whatever we need to do for that week or for that day. And it's really just been a matter of um, open channels of communication. So if there's anyone that's struggling with this transition, then giving them the resources and the support that they need to be able to execute their tasks in a timely manner and in, in, in an effective manner as well. What would you rate your business performance now compared to when you could see everybody, when everything was basically normal? Um, I would say like if it were out of 10, maybe like a six or a seven. Because mm -hmm. I do find that an interesting thing is that we now have a new customer segment because we've started doing the webinars. So Bawoni is interesting in the sense that we're both, we're B2B and we're B2C. Um, we have individuals that come to us directly for training. And then we also have businesses that come to us for training for their employees or for some of their service, some services that we're offering. But with the introduction of the webinars where we've made the content, we've had to We've bro broken down the content, um, the customer experience content into foundational topics or fundamental topics that anyone would want to or anyone can learn. And so we have individuals that are just interesting in gaining skills. So we have individuals that are looking for actively looking for jobs that want to add skills to their CVs. And then we also have individuals that are possibly thinking of starting businesses or have just started businesses that are looking for ways that they can improve or develop their customer experience. So we have that new customer segment that's been, um, that's been added to our already existing clients. And that's also just made us rethink a lot about how, well, not even rethink, but also test how we're delivering our services to that customer segment. What is the biggest lesson you've learned in regards to the pandemic, personnel or business? 
I think it's both just always be ready to pivot. Like, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes as business owners, we're so tied to our vision or the direction we see our business going in. Um, And if you're so tied to that, it's, it's easy to get almost like, it's easy to become almost like a deer in headlights, like where you're stuck and you don't know where to go or how to proceed. Um, But I think once you have a firm understanding of what the vision is for your business and the purpose is for your business, then whatever, whichever way that you decide to pivot will still be tied to that vision and purpose. And then I think it's the same thing in personal life. I'm a single mother. So I've had to work from home with my child stuck at home as well. Like he can't, the schools are closed and he's a teenager and he needs all this attention because like he has all this energy and getting him as well to transition to studying from home and sticking to a schedule and all of that has been a challenge, but it's really just thinking about the bigger picture and what the vision is, right. And trying to stay focused on that. And, um, giving yourself some room to, to be kind to yourself because, um, as a business owner, sometimes that you're, you're almost like yourself and your business. It's one person. You're so tied to your business that if you feel like your business is not doing as well as you would want it to, to, to be, or to be doing it, you might think that you're failing, but the truth is everyone is really trying to figure out what to do right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Businesses versus the Pandemic and huge thanks to our guest Maureen for telling her insightful story. We hope this makes every business owner understand that they are not alone in times like this. If you're considering starting a business, remember that Flutterwave remains your reliable payment partner. Your growth is our growth. Also remember to follow us at The Flutterwave and at The Wave Podcast underscore on every social media platform to keep up to date with us.